two or three weeks after finishing. Like I'm actually finally seeing progress. And that is really a big deal for me because before it wasn't even the slightest progress. So this is, this will sound like so insignificant, but about three days ago for the first time when I woke up in the morning and I walked down my steps. I could walk down them without going sideways one step at a time. And that's the first time I've done that in probably two years. This week we're back with another story from the soul and I chat to Melody Henderson from New York in the USA. Four years ago, Melody was struck down with a debilitating chronic illness. It affected every aspect of her daily life. She was afraid to leave her home. Doctors couldn't work out what was wrong. So, through her own research, Melody decided to try a more natural approach. She changed her diet, fixed her sleep, and started going barefoot and wearing natural footwear. Everything seemed to be improving until she injured her Achilles. It was too much too soon for her foundation. And so began Melody's journey to foot freedom. This was a really inspiring chat, and I can't wait for you all to hear how Melody is going now. This week's episode is brought to you by our TFC community. It's a completely free online space that we like to think of as a private community hall for humans to learn, connect, share, inspire, and support one another on the journey to foot freedom without the usual distractions of social media. Inside, you'll find a growing library of education, training, and resources to help you resolve common conditions, restore natural function, and explore your body's potential. To join, just head to thefootcollective.com. You'll find the link in our show notes. All right. Well, Melody, thank you for joining us on the Restore to Explore podcast. Uh, you're a little, uh, you're a little apprehensive about coming on the show, um, but this is what the stories from the soul are all about. They're about meeting real people and sharing real stories, and I think. Yeah, you are clearly one of the leaders of our community, whether you'd like to uh, own that title or not. Uh, it's been really incredible to see your input uh, since the community launched a few months ago. Um, and I will just preface this with a, a little congratulations that as of this recording, Melody is top of the leaderboard in the community. Uh, so congratulations Thank you. <laughs> to anyone outside of the community. That probably doesn't mean too much. But um, yeah, yeah someone had to take down Tom. I'm glad someone <laughs> finally has. <laughs> Just kidding. He'll be right back, I'm sure. <laughs> I said at time of recording. So yeah, if uh, when Tom listens to this, uh, fingers crossed he's still on top, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's just start with who you are. Where where are you, and um, what do you do for work? What do you do for fun? What's what's your story? All right. Um, so my name is Melody Henderson. I live in the United States. I'm in New York, right in the very center of the state. Um, I actually just closed my business the end of the year. I've been a copy editor for the last twenty six years. So. Um, yeah, it's just a little change in my life now, you know, I have a, a little extra time to focus on some other things, but surprisingly enough, you don't end up with as much free time as you think you would. So <laughs> my days are still full, but it's all good. Um, yeah, yeah cool. so, 
And how did you find us? I mean, what was what was the connection to the Foot Collective? Because you've been around for a little while now. Yeah. Um, well, I can give you a little backstory. Um, mm. I guess kind of like most people who, you know, you kind of have like a major health crisis or an injury, and then you sort of, you have to seek out help for yourself because um, the traditional roots aren't really helping. Um, mine wasn't really foot related to begin with. Um, I just had a really severe illness and it lasted a couple of years and it was just getting worse and worse. Um, I saw all kinds of specialists. Each one had a new guess, you know, new medication, nothing was working. So I basically just realized one day if I wanted to get better, it was my job to do it. So, um, the first two things I changed right away were my diet and improve my sleep. And then as I was researching all of that, I just came, you know, more and more it was popping up about the importance of being in nature and particularly being barefoot in nature, you know, just a lot of benefits that I knew would help me like, you know, improve your immunity, better sleep. Um, inflammation reduction, just things like that. So right away, I started going barefoot all the time, or I was in, you know, foot-shaped shoes. So um, unfortunately, uh, I was in a hurry to get better <laughs> and kind of made that foot transition too quickly, and I ended up with an Achilles problem. So that is ultimately where I ran into the Foot Collective, just through my online research. And this was back, um, this was probably a couple of years ago. So before you had the new community and the new platform. Mm. And wow. they had a kind of a similar 42 day program. It was a little simpler, um, not mm. quite as involved. So I, I did that. And then when this new one on Kajabi opened up, you know, it was, of course, I'm going to do that. So, <laughs> And the position you were in, I mean, you turn to the experts, you turn to the doctors and nothing's working. It must have been, I mean, frustrating doesn't even come to explain it, but how are you feeling through all of this? I mean, like I said, it must have been frustrating, but that probably doesn't go to the end of it. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it was really, uh, just a horrible time. It, it was to the point where I couldn't really be around people because I was afraid of catching something else. You know, I would end up in the ER. Um, it was just a dark time. And honestly, it's interesting. I had cancer a couple of years before that. And that was, you'd think that's like pretty bad, right? But that was like, a blip compared to this other illness. So yeah, it was just a, a bad time. Wow. And it's funny when, when these sorts of things happen, really, we go and see all of the, the medical professionals and we try to find all of the newest technologies and innovations that are going to help us. And the more research you do, the more you learn a lot of the time, you know, just returning to to basic natural things is is often what the body needs, um, and obviously that's a, a very blanket statement. But 
Um, food particularly, you know, is, is a prime example of just how, I guess, how wrong we've gone with it with a lot of the things that we eat and sleep again. These are the, you know, among the pillars of health that we're always talking about and encouraging people to, to look at. And I guess that's where, you know, the Foot Collective, while we do focus on feed, it, it's not just about the feed. Uh, really, we see the feed as like a, a gateway to better understanding how to look after yourself naturally. And as you sort of added in those other layers to begin with, what sort of changes did you start to notice? Well, I wouldn't say it was instant, but it was pretty quickly that I was just, my symptoms were lessening. Um, you know, I was not coughing all night long. Um, just overall, I would just say in general, you know, just more energy. I just felt more like myself. Wow. And then you have the foot injury or the ankle injury. Um, that yeah. Well, then of... I basically tend to myself. <laughs> like I said, just trying to too quickly and not listening to my body. Um, the signs were there. I just was ignoring them. And I just wanted, I just kept thinking, I can just push through this, you know, no big deal. But it was a big deal. And what was what was the situation with that? Did you go and see any health professionals for that? Uh, what was sort of your steps to start resolving it? I didn't right away. Um, in fact, I, I really waited too long. Um, I kept doing, like I was big into cycling then and I didn't take any time off. Um, when I finally did go to a couple doctors, um, you know, they kind of just do x-ray MRI and they just basically say, wear better shoes. You need to be in, you know, your traditional sneaker with a heel and, a, you know, lots of support. And I, I just didn't feel like that was right. Um, and I had already made, you know, besides the injury, I had already been making so much progress that I needed to just give up and go back. Um, and then I said, well, can I just have a referral for a physical therapist? So I, I went through that and I just didn't get any relief. Um, it just, you know, looking back now, I feel like the stuff he put me through was basically too much too soon. You know, um, I know I've heard Tom say, oh, how does he phrase it? let things calm down and then build them up. Um, that sounds really simple and logical, but no one ever said that to me. No one ever explained it that way. So basically there was no calming down. It was just do this, do this, do this. And it was, it just never worked. So I eventually just had to quit that. And I think inherently in this modern world, we do sort of have this attitude of let's just push through. I mean, I think a lot of people do that with exercise. You did it with your cycling. We get a little niggle and we go, oh, my body's fine. You know, I'm tough enough to get through this. And we don't want to stop doing what we love. And so we sort of just keep going um, with the attitude that 
it's going to be okay. And then when we break, the it's even more devastating and we're even more mad at ourselves. And so trying to build back up becomes even harder. Whereas yeah. if you sort of do catch it early and and this is what it comes back to is that whole idea of listening to your body is if you are actually in tune with those signals, then you're going to get a sign that says, hey, slow down. And it's being able to read that sign and go, okay, I should be slowing down, not go faster or keep going. Um, Yeah. I just didn't want want to listen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not alone. Like it's a story we hear so often. We hear it with runners particularly um, in that transition period between, uh, you know, them wanting to get into barefoot shoes, for example, the last thing a runner who's running 10, you know, 20, 30 Ks a week wants to do is go back to running 2Ks and really building back up. But And that's before they have the injury, but then they have the injury because they didn't do it. Um, and then the journey is even longer to get back to, <laughs> to where... Nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Ray was a prime example of that. Didn't want to stop his walking. He was, yeah. you know, right into his walking and was getting ridiculously big blisters, which weren't just a, you know, uh, it wasn't just a feeling that he was getting. There were physical signs that, you know, the, something wasn't happy. Uh, but it's like, wow, well, no, I'll be fine. You know, I can walk. I, I can walk this amount of Ks. Um, he was doing that, you know, when he transitioned to barefoot shoes. And, and then he got to the point where now he's just had to go right back to the beginning. But he's okay with that because you can see the path forward now, and it's right. that's that's a big key, really, isn't it? It's like knowing yeah. and having faith in the process to get you back to where you want to get back to, rather than feeling like you're sort of blind in that in that journey ahead. So you found the Foot Collective then after you had seen this this physiotherapist or this physical therapist. I think. Probably I originally heard of it when I first started, um, very first started with the, you know, probably the first inkling of the Achilles problem. That's actually when I, I bought my beam from them and I, I just wasn't super into it then, you know, but yeah, just over time as things worsened and the traditional roots weren't doing anything i just got back into researching it and checking out what all they were about um but like you just said with starting from scratch that's basically what it's been i just had to admit like you know i i waited too long and in order to move forward i'm gonna have to just step way back and start over so has that been empowering though to have to start again and to be able to do it on your terms it is good um i didn't think i would like it obviously i just wanted to get done and move forward but it's actually been a good rewarding journey for me um you learn a lot more than just your feet you know you learn how you talk to yourself you know, are you saying good things or bad things? Um, you just learn about the whole chain, right? Like hips to toes. I, I didn't think anything about that before. 
you know, I would sit at my desk all day and then go hop on my bike, which is also sitting, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I've just learned it's, it's been, I would say it's been empowering, um, just to see all the connections and how everything relates and comes together. And what sort of progress have you seen? Well, so I did do your 42 day journey. Um, and I would say as far as my injury, I didn't see a lot improving during that journey. It wasn't getting worse for sure. Um, but interestingly, it's probably been, I don't know exactly, but maybe two or three weeks since I finished that. And I, well, I also have had a couple um, coaching meetings with one of the physios and yeah, two or three weeks after finishing, like I'm actually finally seeing progress. And that is really a big deal for me because before it wasn't even the slightest progress. So um, I can give you a couple examples. This is, this will sound like so insignificant, but about three days ago for the first time when I woke up in the morning and I walked down my steps, I could walk down them without going sideways one step at a time. And that's the first time I've done that in probably two years. Um, the in other two thing, years? I just went on it. Yeah. Every morning walked down sideways. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was huge. I was very excited about that. I texted my friend, guess what I did today? <laughs> so, um, and then another, about a week ago, I went to San Francisco for a trip. And when you go there, it's all day walking tons of walking. I, I go once a year and the previous two years, you know, I was in so much pain. And by the time I got home, it was not good at all. But this time I did all the walking, got home and I felt great. It was really a good feeling. So I'm really excited to see what lies ahead. They seem or sound like, you know, quite small steps and obviously to you they're, they're massive steps but it's yeah. something that I think a lot of people who listen to this can relate to because there are people who we still hear stories from who you know Anya we had on the podcast uh, recently would crawl from bed to the bathroom if she couldn't yeah. find her shoes at night just because she couldn't yeah. walk on her feet and for people who haven't had foot pain, that seems like something that just isn't going to happen to them. I think we, we have this real false belief that I'm going to be okay, particularly about our feet. And I'd, I'd actually love to get your perspective on why, why you think the feet are quite that forgotten body part. Like I feel like even more than most other body parts, we don't listen to them the most. Honestly, I never gave my feet a thought. Um, it wasn't even that I wasn't listening. It was like just an assumption that they're just always there and doing what they're supposed to do, you know? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea why that is the way it is. It just seems to be the norm, right? Like no one ever 
when I was growing up mentioned like take care of your feet or you know it was basically it's normal to stuff them in these shoes and wear them all day um yeah I would say that's I was thinking about that the other day I was like if if someone had explained foot health to me when I was younger would I have listened and I probably wouldn't have because it wasn't the norm right so I think I that's one hope I have, I guess, is that it becomes more normalized and there's more of us leading by example. So it's not just like we have to tell people. It's just like this is like every day the way it should be. So that's a hope I have. Yeah, what's well, a hope I have too. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think it's happening. Like I do, I feel like we're in this transitional period as a society where like you spoke about with our sleep. It used to be cool to be able to brag that you only had four hours of sleep last night and you're a functioning human and you're able to go and do your 12 hour work day and, you know, look how hard I can work. And now it's uncool to not get more than eight hours sleep, you know, and same with the food. We were so disconnected from what we were putting into our bodies. And yeah, the disconnection is the the word that keeps coming up because the shoes that we're wearing are literally disconnecting us from the ground, and and it's not it's not about everyone getting out there and walking around every day barefoot, and you know we're not expecting that to be the shift that we see in the world, but it just comes down to awareness. Um, you know, we've got a wedding coming up. Um, for one of my friends in a couple of weeks. And my partner said to me last night, she goes, now, are you going to be mad at me if I wear high heels to the wedding? And, and I said, this is your choice. But I just said, are you going to be comfortable in them? Because she's been wearing barefoot shoes um, since I've been conditioning her over the last couple of years. Uh, and she sort of sat with it and, you know, had this look on her face like, yeah, I guess I, you sort of answer the question yourself because it's like, no, I'm not going to be comfortable in them. And, and she in, admitted in the next sentence, well, you know, I'd wear them, but I probably wouldn't be wearing them for that long anyway. I'd take them off. And I said, well, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? But it just shows even for someone who, is, who understands the benefits and who gets it, there is such a tidal wave of social exception that comes with footwear, uh, but particularly for women. Like it's, it's a really tricky one because everyone else is doing it, you know, and, and that's what it comes down to is uh, thank goodness there are so many barefoot shoe brands out there now that are really paving the way for more socially acceptable looking barefoot shoes, but yeah. is it something that you yeah, there really are good ones. Yeah. Is it something you've struggled with in that transition, just the, the acceptance factor or because of your health situation, it was like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. Well, I didn't like, I didn't really care what people thought. I just made the change and I pretty much got rid of all my regular shoes right away. But I definitely got a lot of comments, you know, even my own family. It's like, oh, all your shoes are weird looking or, <laughs> you know, whatever. But 
I didn't care. And now, even just over the last two years, the options yeah. have been have really improved as far as looks, I think. But I can relate to the wedding story. My daughter's getting married this summer, and I said to her, I hope you don't mind, but I won't be wearing heels. I will never wear heels again. <laughs> so she's like, I don't care, Mom. <laughs> Love it. Love it. But I think what that comes down to is it, it's so great that all of these footwear brands are out there and they're all doing their own little bits of education along the way, which I think is fantastic. But I think that's where a community like ours has a lot of power because you can't just have the shoe and wear the shoe without being armed with the knowledge and the education to answer the tough questions when people do say to you, why are you wearing those weird shoes? And if you're armed with a simple answer to explain what the benefits of these shoes are, wearing them becomes like, you know, like a badge of honor and also a, a bit like a, a foothills billboard, really, if you're then armed with the, the knowledge to go, this is why I'm doing it. And a, a big thing I think I've struggled with when I've been trying to communicate with people is not um, I could, not treading on their toes, I guess, pardon the pun, but like not making them feel uncomfortable for not getting it uh, because yeah. it's pretty much saying to someone, everything you've been told up to this point about shoes is wrong. And that's a lot to take in in one conversation. It comes... Yeah. It's the same with orthotics and with podiatry. Whenever anyone asks me what I do, I say, oh, I work for a foot health community. I run a foot health community. And they go, oh, okay, so, you know, like, so with podiatrists and orthotics, and I'm like, oh, we're, we're actually like the opposite to that <laughs> in a way. And they go, huh. And it becomes this, this series of questions that lead us down the rabbit hole. And by the end of it, they're a little bit like sort of, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, and so I think if we can arm people with simple explanations for why they're doing what they're doing, then it, it's going to make that global shift a, a, a lot simpler and a lot smoother because um, sleep's an easy one to communicate. <laughs> you know, the food makes sense to people, but for some reason the shoes, there's just this, there's just this barrier. Um, yeah, and it's, it's I've just, actually had, I've had equal trouble with the food aspect. Um, like I, I'm real picky now with what I will eat and most people around me are not. And yeah, I just have to remind them, like, you remember how sick I was? Like, I never, ever want to go back to that again. <laughs> I like, I will never just start eating the standard diet again and i'll say the same thing with the shoes like i've had enough progress not just with my achilles with my overall body um just like i feel better now than i can remember you know when i was younger and so i definitely want to maintain that how important has it been for you then to be in a community where you're surrounded by people who get it. Have you found that's really oh, yeah. helped? 
that is really great for me because where I live, I don't think I know, gosh, I don't know anyone else who wears natural shoes or goes around barefoot. Um, so, so just to have this online connection where you can just plug in, even if it's just a couple minutes a day and it's like, you know, here, here's a whole group of people who care about their health. And like, I'm, I'm just glad to be part of that. It's, it's good re positive reinforcement really. And yeah, I think again that's the reason we do episodes like this is because people need to know that there are other people out there that you know are going through the same things and yeah I, I've been really very very grateful the, the whole TFC team has been very very grateful for you being a leader in in that regard because Melody for anyone who you know is listening um she has been in the community pretty much since it opened, which is our free online community. And we'll have details at the end of the episode about how you can join. But Melody is in there every day, not just sharing what she's doing, but Melody is in there patting people on the back for the efforts they're putting in. And that's the most important part. Um, we're quite a small team and there's a lot of people in the community now and um, it's so important to have people who are just there to say, keep going, you've got this, you're inspiring me by what you're doing. And uh, like I mentioned at the beginning, you're on top of the leaderboard now and you get on top of the leaderboard, you earn what we call power points, which are proof of work reward points. And the concept behind the points in the community is to show it it puts value to the effort that you're putting into helping other people and helping yourself. And the fact that you've got the most points in the community just underlines how much effort you put in, not just to yourself, but to everyone else. And, and that is so, so important because you're a living example of what, if you put that energy into yourself and others, what it can mean for your own health. Um, you know, for you to, well, Say it's to you. definitely as rewarding for me. Um, you know, when, and I don't even, like, I don't even need to see that someone has made some major, huge accomplishment. If they just see, like, the teeniest, tiniest thing that they did or improved upon. Like, that's exciting, but I can relate to that, you know? Like, little things are a big deal. Definitely. And the, the points obviously don't really mean anything, but I think it is it is nice to sort of just have that that recognition for yeah for what you when do. When it's fun, right? Like we just yeah, it makes it a like, bit of a you game. Know, who's gonna be who or whatever? But it's it's just a fun, it's a bit fun of fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, like you said, you did the forty two day journey, and that's the the trek to base camp as. An explorer. Uh, again, you can find out all about that in the show notes. But it's really interesting that you said that through that journey, you didn't see a lot of progress until you saw started having the one-on-one -on -one consults with a TFC physio. And I think that's a really important point to underline because 
we're not claiming that, you know, six weeks is enough to fix any issue. And I think anyone that tells you that is, is trying to sell you on something that's a lie. Um, But what we hope it does do is in six weeks, we hope that we can give you the tools so that you can, you can overcome what you want to overcome, but overcome it for good because you could do a program that gets you out of pain within six weeks, but you aren't then armed with the wisdom and the understanding of your own body that when you get out of that program, you can actually maintain what you built. And the community is a yeah, big T to that, I think. sustainable. Yeah. How have you found a big part of it is obviously building a habit. Like how did you go with that journey? Was it something you had before a movement habit or? Well, I guess I'd say I'm generally pretty active, um, but this was more useful for me. Like I think of it more of like a a discovery um, program. Um, It's kind of like following a trail of breadcrumbs. Um, you know, there's not really like that definite end. It's more like when you reach the 42 days, it's like a bright beginning, right? Um, it just helped establish something consistent for me where like you don't have to spend this crazy amount of time. You can still do your exercise, you know, your regular sports or whatever. But if you just spend this little bit of time every day like for me i do it first thing in the morning that's just what works for me but a little bit of time like huge huge impact so the program just really helped establish that for me um i just thought it was really motivating just the it's 42 days each day has the video to watch i mean i like that you know it's like what am i going to see today what am i going to learn today and it just connects everything. And then you have the little challenge, which of course is another just fun thing with the community. So I like that a lot. But, you know, like the daily routines, I, I still do those now. That's what I do. A, you know, ABC, just rotate through them. So, yeah, awesome. And it's not one size fits all. And I think this is where, you know, a lot of other online programs potentially go wrong is that you can't have a cookie cutter program for everyone. And if you really need to, you know, you really need to give people the understanding so that they can make assessments on their own body and, and make changes and add things in or take things out when, you know, when they feel that they need to based on, you know, it really comes down to what you want to achieve. Um, it, and that's why at the very beginning, you know, we ask people to define their why. Why are they here? Do you, do you remember what you put down as your why? <laughs> it was probably something about just wanting to get out and do whatever I want without thinking about it. <laughs> And for some people, that's like that's a great why because yeah. it re- it's not necessarily linked to the getting out of the pain because I think we get really attached to that idea of 
I don't want to be in pain anymore, but it's about what does the not being in pain actually allow me to do? And, right. You know, yeah. It's no, walking down the have, stairs. I don't want to have to think every day, like, should I go do this? It's probably going to hurt. You know, like, I don't want to think about that anymore. I just want to live life and enjoy it. Yeah. Fantastic. So what is next for Melody then? What's, what's the goal? What, what, with your newfound or, you know, soon in the process of discovering foot freedom, like <laughs> what, what do you hope to achieve? Well, I definitely want to heal all the way. And I think I will, like, I'm, I will, I'm confident about that. Um, we, in, where I live in central New York, we have some high peaks and I, my goal is to start climbing those. I really want to do that. You know, walking seems simple, right? Like anyone should be able to walk. So <laughs> that's my goal. Um, I think a long-term goal for me, this probably sounds strange, but I don't have grandkids yet, but someday I will. <laughs> And I want to be the grandmother who can play crazy with the kids. You know, I don't want to be the one who sits by and watches or is like, no, I can't. I can't do that with you. So that that's actually a huge motivator for me. Um, I just want to, as I age, participate in life. Well said. Well, I hope that you can even climb a mountain with your grandkids. Maybe we, maybe <laughs> we aim for that. <laughs> That would be great. I mean, that it's funny you say, you know, climbing a mountain because that is the metaphor that we wrap this whole story around with the journey to foot freedom. And it seems like a, you know, a big metaphor to, to, to sort of take in. But really, that's, that's the journey that everyone's on. Everyone is starting from different parts of the mountain or potentially right at the bottom, you know, in the cave of comfort. Um, yeah. And everyone takes their own paths to get up this mountain. But you should never, I guess, it's not about getting to the top, but it's about exploring all of the, the paths that, that lead you to whatever peak that you want to get to. Um, right, yeah. That's why we call it base camp because we're not taking you to the top of the mountain um, when you complete that 42-day trek, we're getting to you to a place that hopefully will give you the confidence to keep exploring. And, yeah, I'm just so glad to hear that it sounds like, you know, that's been able to achieve it for you. And, yeah, I can't wait to see some selfies of you uh, at the top of a mountain in the, uh, in the community. That would be great, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. It's been, yeah, so lovely to chat and... Yeah, I'm sure everyone else in the community will uh, be chomping at the bit to topple you at the top of the leaderboard now as well. So <laughs> thanks well, so much I for the chat. For sure. I mean, I know it's a lot of work that you're putting in and we appreciate it. You know, it, it's all good things and you're really helping a lot of people. Well, thank you very much for your kind words. 
Thanks for listening to the Restore to Explore podcast. To stay up to date with all things TFC, join our brand new free community. Inside, you'll find a growing library of education, training, and resources to help you resolve common conditions, restore natural function, and explore your body's potential with a community that's there to support you along the way. To join, just head to thefootcollective.com or you'll find the link in our show notes.